0: Podcasting live from Better. This is the Playbook Podcast, providing you with tips, hacks, and game plans to take your business further, faster. Hear from top leaders in our growing community and gain mind-blowing inspiration and tools to optimize your business, drive growth, and promote pursuing better. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Playbook Podcast. Keep proving it every single day. Uh, Hello, everyone. I want to welcome you. We're just going to have a conversation with... Uh, thought leader, uh, individual that, you know, really, he he was born for this, right? And not only born for this, he was programmed for the state that the world is in right now. He programmed himself. uh, (laughs) The goodness is he can program you too. Um, You know, we've been talking a lot about right now, uh, we're kind of in this crazy state of uncertainty and we all have the choice that we can bring certainty to our lives uh, by how we attack each day. And this is a great time to, you know, step up as a leader. It's a great time to raise your intelligence and uh, your, your emotional intelligence. And it's a great time to stay active. And what I've been saying is train your brain for opportunity right now. Train your brain for opportunity. It doesn't mean put your head in the sand and, and don't think that something's going on. It isn't business as usual. And we have no way to assess, right? So prepare for the worst and also prepare for your future and prepare for the best. So with that being said, uh, appreciate you joining me. Uh, Dr. Joseph McClendon III, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, man, and hello, everybody. Thanks for having me, and uh, welcome to the new future.
1: (laughs) You know, I I love what you said, Brian, with regard to to, uh, uh, me being made for this. It is right up my alley, and it's not that I'm having fun at it at all. Uh, However, I do feel... um, Honored to be able to share
0: with you the things that I've learned and help people move forward and get through this because this too shall pass. My mom also always said that to me: "This too shall pass. This too sh-. no matter what it was, right?" And I got in a lot of trouble when I was a kid, and she'd say, "It's okay, it'll pass. It'll pass, and but it uh, does." How are you? First of all, before we even get started, what's your perspective on everything? I know that we have kind of like three. I think three groups of people, we have like the extremists that are like, they have masks, they're hunkered down in bunkers, you know, they think this is the end of times. We have another group that's like, this is going to be the biggest over exaggeration in the history of the world. And then you have the people that are kind of in the middle, they don't know what to think. Uh, But what's your perspective on everything?
1: My perspective is I'm right there in the middle on all of it. In other words, I am, you said it perfectly in the beginning, Brian. It said it's not time, you said it's not time to, you know, bury our heads in the sand and go, nothing's going on and hope everything passes. But it's also not time for us to panic on that side as well. So what I encourage people to stay right in the middle and consider both sides. I love the statement that you just said, prepare for the worst, but also prepare for the best to be coming out of this. So that, and everybody, you know me, write this down that I'm about to tell you. So that you are able to ethically capitalize on this pause in our momentum, ethically capitalize, and what that means is to be able to not just protect yourself and be safe through this process, um, but make it so that when this is over—and it will be—all of us are old enough, you know, on this call to have—you know—if you've been around for the last ten years, you've you've experienced the Ebola virus. SARS, um, Zika, and, you know, a handful of other things that have come through. And this is by far the worst of them all. And this too shall pass as well. And so, so planning on what you're going to do when this is over is important. So, so for me, Brian, I'm looking at both sides of it. I make sure that I have you know, my feet in both, both of those streams, if you will, so that I can be honest about what's going on, but then I can be honest about what to do with myself right now What I'm going to do, literally, what am I going to do with my time? What am I going to do with the words that come out of my mouth to other people? What am I going to do with the words that come out of my mouth to me so that I can do my day by
0: day and stay way above the plumb line? Yeah, no, I know that, you know, one of the things that I think is super important is kind of reverse engineer where you want to be when the storm passes, right? I use the illustration, I don't know if you heard me use the illustration of like Forrest Gump. You remember that movie? Of course, I loved it. I've seen it several times. So, yeah, so Bubba Gump, you know, they went out to to go net shrimp and they couldn't net any shrimp. And then they see all these shrimp boats that are coming back that have all the shrimp in them. And they go, why are you going back? And they're like, oh, there's a major storm. Don't go. Don't go. So all of the other ships and when they went back to hunker down, right, they ran from it. They kept going. They fought through the storm. They kept moving forward through the storm. At the end of the storm, they had a billion dollar shrimp company. Because as the storm passed, all the shrimp came up and they just netted them. All the other ship, shrimp boats were devastated because the hurricane, yeah, they all sunk and crashed. Yeah. And,
1: and, um, and, and, and more, let me add to that story because here's the great part about that story is that not only, you know, did they come back because they, they did a, get a great catch on that that journey but they were the only boat now. So they continued to do well because they supplied all the people that didn't have a uh, uh, shrimp in that. So it's, it's the same. I love that metaphor. I mean, I love that story because it's the same with right now. Let's weather the storm. It is, it, it, it there's no other choice. We, you know, we don't have any other choice. I, I take that back. You can do stupid stuff. <laughs> you know, I saw it the other day, uh, when it showed all the kids on the, on the beach and they were interviewing them, I think it was in Florida. They were interviewing on their spring break when they were saying things like, I'm not going to let any virus stop me. You know, not stop me from, from a spring break, you know? And it's just like, you know, you gotta be smart. You gotta be smart.
0: You know, that's for sure. And I think that if you can reverse engineer, like visualize, I, I um, gave everyone a challenge. Uh, I had a friend on a, an interview the other day and he said, one of the things everyone should do right now is plan something to look forward to. Like, how the human brain works is that you always have to have something to look forward to. And I think that even in a business sense, where do you want your business to be when, when all of this stops, right? It's kind of like going into new years. Like when people stop in November and December and new year, it takes them 60 days to get it started back in January. But if they through that time, they can hit the ground running for the new year. So we don't know if it's going to be four weeks, eight weeks, or whatever it is. Um, so, kind of reverse engineer. Where do you want to be at the end of that? And then, what can you do every day to create forward momentum in your personal life, from a mindset perspective, an emotional perspective, and a physical perspective? Well, if that's a rhetorical question, so be it. But
1: if it's not, I can answer that question. Oh, well, I'm asking <laughs> those questions. Um, so, everybody, write this down because there's there's two eyes and four Ms that answer his questions. The two eyes are, and this is for your business and for your personal life, so that you can you can weather the storm while you're in place right now, as all of us are, and so that you can do what Brian has said, so that you can project forward and recognize and plan how you're going to be when this is over. Okay, so here's what they are. Number one, and by the way, this is for both your business and your personal life. This is for now and for later. And and I'll tell you what they are, and then I'll go back and go over them. The first I is invest, and remember, both invest in yourself and invest outside. I'll tell you about what that means in a second. And the second I is introspect. Introspect means to look deeper, look inside. And so when I say invest, most people think, okay, well, gosh, you know, stock market and things like that. And yeah, and if you got the capital, you got the time, you got the the wherewithal and and the knowledge to be able to do that, then by all means do that because. You know, now is the time, if you will. We're, we are—I think—we're still in a bear market, if you look at it. But there's a lot of opportunities uh, uh, that are here. And also recognize this: that more people—you know, Warren Buffett says this—more people become millionaires and become financially independent and wealthy after a crisis happens right after so it's not like you have to do something right now if you keep your eyes on it you keep watching it as it starts to come out of it that's when it's time to invest but the other invest is to invest in your business right now. And then you invest in your business by doing things like we're on this call right now. Uh, and, and that's the other side of it, is as well, investing in yourself as well. Do not now is not the time to retract. Now is not the time to, to sit back and just Netflix and chill. Now is the time to invest in your own personal growth, to invest in your own business growth, to practice the things that you haven't. You know, me at, at Moore and at the, at the events, I always talk about, you know, let's work on or uh, crush our fears and things like that and I'll give you some tips on how to do that so invest in yourself and the second thing is introspect and that is to read and that is to study and that is to work and to and to look deeper inside yourself and ask yourself a matter of fact I always I asked this question on Instagram a couple days ago now answer this question now that I have the time I am going to and then fill in the blanks and that means in with regard to interest, uh, introspect and with regard to investing in yourself what are you going to do take this time you know one of my friends i was i was talking to uh, a couple of days ago they said you know i always wanted to learn how to play guitar so they're doing online guitar lessons you know this is that always want to learn about the stock market they're doing all of this time because most people are going to because and, and you'll get I'll get into it in a second about how to do that most people are going to stay scared because they keep the scared stuff in front of them but now is your opportunity to look beyond that and so those are the two eyes. Invest in yourself and invest in your business. Invest in your life. And number two. And by the way, as you do these things, you'll start to get foresight. You'll see in the future what it's going to be like. I say to you right now: Do what Brian just said. Map out what it's going to, what you want when it's over, when it's when this is all done. Where do you want to be? What do you want your business? Where do you want your income? What do you want your health? This is a perfect time for you to get your health in shape. If you're if you're not in shape. You know, even if you're in your house, you can jump up and down. You can do whatever. You can get your body in shape. And so there's four Ms, as in Michael or McClendon, if you will, to, to make sure that those things happen on a day-by-day basis so that you, you condition your brain. Now, this is the slower way. It's still faster than doing nothing at all, but it's a slower way. And here's what they are. Number one, and I know this is going to freak some of you out, meditate meditate, be still. You know, in these crazy times right now, everything around us is going crazy and everybody is going crazy about it. If you turn on the television, did you know that the most popular movies on Netflix now are, are, uh, there's one called Pandemic, there's one called Outbreak, there's, you know, all those zombie movies and all apocalypse movies and all those things, and people are consuming that stuff like crazy. That's nuts. That's
0: absolutely- But I watched a really good one. It was called um, Containment.
1: Yeah, it's, okay. it's, uh, it's like yeah. a series, man. It's awesome. Yeah, well, listen, they're all designed to do just that. Contain you and keep you watching that screen and to keep you scared. Now, understand this, guys, and this is really important. This is why being still, and I'm going to tell you, when I say meditate, I just mean be still. You don't have to do the OM, oh, and you don't have to do structured meditation. Just be still for a moment for a couple of reasons. Number one is because it's only that time that you're going to be able to listen to yourself, what you're saying to yourself, the constant conversation, the psychology that you're saying to yourself. And what you, most people are going to find is it's fear-based. It is, you know, what if this thing's going to happen? And fear-based and, you know, you've been around me long enough to know that our, our conversation with ourselves all obviously isn't always that kind. And so if it isn't, you know how to shift it. You can, you can shift it by just deciding, okay, well, I, remember, the brain can't tell a difference between what's real and what's not when it's repeated and it cannot resist repetition. So if you just sit there and go, you know, I'm amazing, I'm awesome, I freaking rock, any of the things that you do, then that will become your dialogue to you. Number one, be still. Okay. And in the second, and as you're still, you start to recognize, start to recognize what is feeding that as well. And always at the end of it, you got to reward yourself because what's feeding it is, you know, I did a post a couple of days ago. I've been one of the, I answered that question. Now that I have the time, I'm going to be more active on social network because people are calling me all the time. Joseph, what should I do? So I I can touch more people like that and like we're doing right now. Uh, But I, I and I didn't think this up. This is somebody else's creation. I'm just passing it on. And I wish I knew who it was. And that is, instead of doing social distancing and physical distancing, let's do fear distancing. Fear distancing. What that means is, you know, I get people sending me, Joseph, read this article. You know, it says we're all going to die. Read this article. We're going to die here. I, you know, it's just I I send them back and I go, listen, thank you very much, but don't send me this stuff anymore. I'll get my information you know, the way that I get it in, in bite-sized chunks. And so practice that. So meditate, take some time by yourself. That's the first M. Take a little bit of time. you got plenty of time now. I'm not saying um, that you got to spend hours and hours meditating, just a few minutes to sit down and see what your brain is doing. The next thing is to move your body. And this is critical, 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 critical. Um, you know, I didn't say this before, that one, one minute of fear, one minute of fear, will denigrate your immune system for four hours, four to five hours. I think, Brian, you already talked about this at one point. One minute of fear. But one minute of laughter and joy and happiness and positive expectancy, one minute of that, will fortify your immune system for up to 24 hours. One minute, you know, it starts to add stuff to it. So obviously put the stuff in front of you that's going to make you joyful. Second thing is, as I said, to move your body. Get out, and it's just simple as doing a walk somewhere, you know. If you can't, you know, if you're in an apartment, you can't leave your house. If you're sequestered in your house, then that's fine. Then jump up and down. Move something. Move your body. Laugh. Breathe. Do all of those things. You know how I roll about that. It's the reason why, you know, at our workshops, you know, we, we've got you moving around and doing all those things. Uh, a, a, a sedentary body is uh, obviously is going to not produce the endorphins, the dopamines, the awesome sauce that's going on. And all of the doctors right now, all of them agree that the people that, are, that, that catch this and survive it, and the people that don't catch it, the biggest factor is their immune system. The biggest factor. They don't have a vaccine right yet. You know, there's some promise of some great stuff going on. They don't have a vaccine right now. But understand this. Look where you want to go. And there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people that are coming out of this that have had the virus and now are testing negative for it. And what they found out is their own immune system. Your own immune system, is, your, own, your own immune system is going to be the determinant of whether you even get it or not. If you have a strong immune system, for all we know, you're not. It's not going to affect you as much because there are people that are around the same people that got sick. I'll give you an example. Uh, in the White House, they had a they had a uh, they had a, a a meeting of some sort. And there were a couple people there that were uh, infected, and I think Rand Paul, and I know. Um, uh, Senator Romney now, several of the senators there that were at the same event now are infected. But guess where, what? Where that, you know where that event was being held? No, I don't. Kentucky. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. It was <laughs> a, yeah. It's
1: like we dodged a bullet, huh?
0: <laughs> That's why we came down to Florida. No, I'm joking. Yeah.
1: But, but here's the deal. There were hundreds and hundreds of people, including the president, that didn't get sick. And so your immune system is the biggest factor in that. So you got to take care of yourself and moving your body produces the, as I said, the awesome sauce, but it also produces, gets your lymph system going and things like that. So laugh, 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 move your body, move your body, move your body. The third thing is get a mentor. Now you're doing this right now. We have Brian, the amazing Brian on the, on the call. And, uh, But keep your days filled up with some sort of input of people that have been there, done that. And I'm honored to be that to you right now. Because remember, the difference between a mentor and a coach is a mentor is better at and been there, done that, at the thing that they're mentoring you to do. And at the risk of sounding arrogant, at my age, listen, I have been through now uh, four, let's just call them recessions, bear markets. I've been through countless of uh, of these types of crises, and, uh, you know, that's why I can with absolute certainty let you know that this is going to pass. And it's going to, those that flourish in the end are the ones that do the things that I'm talking about right now. Get quiet, get by yourself and figure out what's going to do. Meditate, move your body. Third thing is, like I said, get somebody that's going to talk to you, mentor you, get on, you know, get on mentoring calls, be around people, and also mentor you, become a mentor as well. You know, I get a lot of calls of people asking me about, you know, what do I do because I'm, uh, you know, in, in the house with a bunch of negative people. My family, I didn't realize how bad they were and how much they're freaking out. Well, you be the beacon of hope. You be the mentor. You mentor them as well. And then lastly, Brian already mentioned this, and that is to motivate yourself. And motivation is not just pump yourself up. Motivation is, the way the human brain works, to, to repeat what Brian said, is it's it always functions on what's to come. We call it positive expectancy write down what you want what it's going to be you know when you get outside the house i can't wait to go you know uh water skiing or i can't wait to go do whatever um you know put that carrot on the stick for you you know we've got an event coming up we don't know exactly when it's going to be uh based on what's going on right i don't know if we have a date on that or not but put your your focus your attention and your attention on that and that will motivate you motivation does not being mean being pushed or driven motivation means being pulled towards something you want you know i i, I use this I'm, I'm writing a new book by the way i was talking to my uh good friend les brown uh, les brown a couple of days ago and he uh, he's one of my mentors and he mentored me into joseph answer your own question you know you got this time what are you going to do well i need to write another book and i haven't done it so i'm going to do that but one of the things i was i was looking at and i was i was writing about is you know you've, you've seen me do this at the event you uh, out of 300 million other little sperms were the only one that won. But that the sperm didn't leave your dad and go, well, you know, I got time. Um, let me let me chill here for a minute. I'll catch up to you guys. Uh. Uh-uh. That little guy or girl, <laughs> I don't know which one determines the sex, uh, uh, swam like crazy. That one, you know, and it was going towards something. And so it was motivated. It was being pulled towards an outcome. And so you're living proof, undeniable proof that, that 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 process works. Look where you want to go, put it in front of you, and go after it. So those are my four M's
0: and two I's. I love that. I love that. And I think that's the key is right now is it attacking each day to move forward, right? I love that, yes. I mm-hmm. Now's the time to attack, attack, attack. Fight, fight, fight. But <clears throat> don't get caught up in those words because those words have different meanings depending on, yeah, I've listened, <laughs> I get it all the time.
1: Use another word than attack. Use another word than warrior.
0: Use a word, you know, yeah. like you use but, them. But, yeah, but it's, it's, um, you know, I, I think that, that, uh, we have a real opportunity. One of the things that I actually mentioned you, uh, cause we're doing a lot of these, um, a lot of these little conversations to keep people stimulated. Um, so I appreciate you doing this and then any, I, any time, Brian, any time. Maybe we can even do an actual presentation on something where people can get visuals, uh, whether it's like the four modalities of learning or uh, yeah, you know, yeah. one of the things that I told everybody to do, because like I was on the call uh, well, yesterday, we have some friends staying with us. They were staying at the four seasons. We were four seasons residents here in Florida and then they closed down the four seasons. So we oh. have seven kids running around the house. Wow. families. And, um, one of them, uh, works with us. And she said that instead of just doing social media, she gets a lot of attraction. Um, you know, she has about a million people that follow her, uh, through her Facebook. And she said, I, I decided to take two to three hours and just call them where she usually types back. And she said, two of them literally started crying. Yeah. Because they're quarantined in their bathrooms, Right. And so, one of the things that I said the other day in talking is that we want to make sure we give people value uh, because the reality is that there's a lot of people that have emotional intelligence and some of them have the emotional intelligence, but they don't have the tools in order to snap back into a positive state. And um, I was just looking at your attitude sign over there. So I thought maybe in closing out this call um, we could give them one tool. I mentioned like a snap exercise or yeah. a, a you know, that they do to get back into a positive frame of mind. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, somebody made that for me and it reminds me because as I'm on these calls, I I can see me and I can see that uh, behind. I got half a dozen of those things around and co. So for those of you, I'm I'm probably sure most everybody on the call knows what an attitude is. Uh, But if you don't, it's just about shaking your ass and it changes your attitude. You know, this is science. (laughs) Right. And so, I'm going to give you a real quick exercise that you can do. And remember, um, this what I'm going to talk about is what to do in the moment. But I want you to write this down. The first thing is awareness is always the first step. Write those words down. Awareness is always the first step. Okay, now that you have that, understand this. You're not always aware to be aware. And what that means is is we've all caught ourselves. You you don't even know why you feel bad. You don't even know why you're worried. You don't know what made you worried. You just are. Okay. So you're unaware of it. Just all of a sudden you're in that funk. Okay. So I'm going to give you two pieces of it. And this is critical that you understand this first before we tell it. Number one, it's called kill the monster while it's a baby. Surprise that little bastard while it's asleep and kill it while it's a baby, okay? Number two, kill it when you recognize it. And what that means is this, when I'm talking about the monster, I'm talking about fear, upset, worry, anything negative. Anytime you get that feeling in your stomach where you feel bad, where you're frustrated, where whatever. And there's plenty of it going on because especially we get triggered by it. You know, I get so many calls and so many uh, emails and texts and people going, what am I doing? What am I going to do? You know, My family's driving me crazy. And so their family may trigger them. Uh, for something. I, I made a video. I sent you the video. <laughs> I wish I could show it to everybody. Um, so awareness. You're not always aware that you are, so you've got to make yourself aware. And what that means is do a preemptive strike. And that means don't wait for yourself to be freaked out, upset, worried, or whatever. Because remember, what it's doing to your nervous system, what it's doing to your, your, uh, your immune system anyway. And that means make yourself feel bad on purpose. That's to do the awareness part of it so that you can shock that, mo- that monster, you can wake them up and you can slap him around and you can apply what I'm going to tell you to do. The second thing is... Is to, is to, when you're in it and you catch yourself, then you can do this tool as well. But like I said, you don't always know that you're in it. It could be hours and hours that you're, you're freaked out or you're worried or whatever. So the way that you do both of these, you can do them both at once, is to take your phone and tell your assistant, your, your Siri or whatever it is, to remind you to snap out of it in an hour. Okay? Now, this is going to be really, really simple. But remember, the brain, the body, the nervous system cannot resist repetition. Anything that is done over and over again, it's going to start to do automatic. It's how you learn how to tie your shoes, ride a bicycle, anything and everything that you do. And so I'm not going to go into it, but I, you know, we'll cover it at the event about the, the power of a pattern interrupt. And as soon as you change your physical body, in any moment, you change your brain. You stop that flow. And so what you're going to do is this you're going to in an hour every hour you're going to make yourself feel bad you're going to go what am i worried about what's so bad and right as you start to feel that feeling you're just going to stand up and don't worry i'm not like brian i have pants on okay you're going to stand up and you're going to shake yourself out and then you're just going to pat yourself on the back and go yes i just took myself out of it and you're going to do that five times so in other words You're gonna do both of them. You're gonna make yourself be aware to feel bad in that moment. Why are we doing this? Because pretty soon, your nervous system is going to go, every time you start to feel bad, it's going to snap out of it on its own, especially as long as you reward yourself. Because the nervous system is going to go, well, this is just the way that it is. Feel bad, feel good. Feel bad, feel good. Pretty soon, the feel good is going to take over. People constantly ask me, Joseph, why are you always in such a good mood? It's because I do this stuff. And this is an abbreviated uh, version of that. And that's all there is. And you get to accomplish both of them. You get to make yourself aware, and you're not going to have time to let an hour go by or two hours go by that you're freaked out or you're unresourceful or whatever and so that's a really great remember use your phone it's a tool remind yourself snap out of it remind yourself snap out of it let me let me repeat myself or re- revise it remind yourself snap out of it praise yourself remind yourself snap out of it praise yourself and what two things are going to happen number one you're going to condition yourself to snap out of it. you'll find yourself feeling better you'll find yourself being more optimistic and the other thing is your phone is going to be the very thing every time it goes off you're going to get excited okay really really great exercise do it and then, you know, Brian, use me like a rented mule. You. you know how that is. I'm, I'm more than happy to hop on a call for a few minutes or, or whatever, anytime.
0: Awesome. So, yeah, so give us some reviews. Let us know, um, you know, comment on what you would love to hear more from Joseph because um, huh. just a fraction of, of the good stuff and the tools um, because people can say, yeah, you know, mindset's half of it. But if you don't have the tools to, to program your mind and, you know, like I said, and train your brain, right? Um, and that's all programming. And so, um, with that being said, uh, Joseph, appreciate you uh, joining us today. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to reconnect very, very soon. Thanks for listening to Prove It's Playbook podcast. If you enjoy better and want to learn more about championing the ketone conversation, join us next week for more tips, hacks, and game plans. We're putting you in, coach.